This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. hilarious awesome happy fourth of july happy fourth of july welcome Um, to our special super patriotic episode where we are talking all about nutrition 101 nutrition 101 we have amanda here who is like the best uh tool that we can have in our toolbox for learning all about all of the eating trends and what's good and bad and what are things that we can be doing to just be living a healthier life and what are like maybe some misconceptions that we've all been holding on to super tightly with nutrition. There's so much. And we're super amped on 4th of July. As you can tell, uh, Jonna is very festive. (laughs) (laughs) We're a very festive family. We talked last week about, um, Every year, our neighbor underneath us, Jessica. Yes, uh, we throw a Fourth of July party. So last night, I was busy making a balloon arch down with her. Balloon having arches some wine. are the worst thing in the whole world, but they look good. They look beautiful, but they're the worst. To they put are together. hard. I was like showing her pictures of me in student government, where I have we had like these gigantic balloon arches. I was like, I'm a pro. Did you do it for proms and stuff? Everything assemblies, assemblies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to do it. I don't know how I forgot how to do it. Well, we started trying with chicken wire, which was freaking hilarious because we were putting all these balloons on and they were just like popping like crazy. (laughs) We're just like, why is it popping? (laughs) So we abandoned and then ended up just like tying. Oh, tying. But I'll send I'll post some stories later today at the party because I think it's going to look we really go all out for it. They really do. It's fantastic. Last year we did hand like little tiny pies that Mm -hmm. um, our friend Shu, who's like um, he does like graphic art and um illustrations he came over and like cut out pie stars and like an eagle for us it was on one of these little pies so yeah and today we're sponsored by (laughs) not this brand but (laughs) amanda's husband kyle is the bougiest and has this awesome fancy water for us to drink yeah because if you notice we're not in our studio we're in my husband's studio and so it's much different background than normal. Yeah, there's light. Natural there's light. light. It might not be pretty, but there's natural light. Yeah, it's better than our dungeon, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. And by the way, this is the podcast, Yep, I Did That. Yes, where we talk about <laughs> <laughs> all of the crazy things floating around on the internet. Yeah. Health, wellness, try to have some laughter. Yes. Love. Yes. And, and we then, try those things for you so you don't have to. Exactly. And then we're grounded in some science to say yay or nay. Yes. And today is a special episode that's really just focused on nutrition and yeah. science and answering your guys's questions. Yeah. So, so since we are live streaming this podcast, just if you have a question about nutrition, don't hesitate to just Throw it out there. Throw it out there. Ask it out. We happily will be answering those questions for you today. Um, So obviously you've been doing just 4th of July stuff. Yes. You though, what have you been up to? (gasps) I just got back from New Mexico. Yay. And so um, it was great just seeing my family. We have sisters week. Um, So basically it's just husbands aren't allowed to come, which my husband is never in town anyway. (laughs) So it's not like I have to be like, hey, you can't come. Uh, it's always like, hey, my husband's going to be gone, so can I come see you? Yeah. Uh, and so we go and just spend a week with my parents. They're still there. I had to come home early. But um, but she's here for a 4th of July party I'm here for the 4th of July party. <laughs> yeah. And a podcast. Exactly. So, um, but it was good. New Mexico's great. We went to a Barty chuck wagon while we were there. What's that? It's where you go and um, eat like chuck wagon food and then these like four... And like what guys. would a chuck wagon It's like food barbecue be? chicken and barbecue okay. like roast beef and potatoes. And then I'm from the wild west, but I'm true. from the city. You're from the I'm city. I'm not from west. Aztec, New Mexico. That's true. Um, <gasps> and we were in Colorado for this. Oh. So, um, yeah. And then these four guys called the Barty Wranglers, they sing like just a ton of like country shout stuff. out for the Barty Wranglers it's, they're fantastic <laughs> if you're in Durango Colorado go to the Barty chuck wagon and supper there you go it's fantastic they're funny Ellis hated every second <laughs> of it after the food 
Alice is like, what is this crap? He's my like, dad plays music. My dad plays music. I'm over this. We're into alternative. Yeah. Or he metal. ate all the food. Metal. And then he was like, I want to go home. Kyle, metal. Yes. Oh. Metal. Metal. Always, forever. <laughs> yeah, but oh. we're home now. And so I'm excited to be back. Yes. Yes. Because if moms are listening, children sleeping in the same room as you is the worst experience of your whole life. It is. And he was figured out how Except to climb up onto the bed. Well, that's because he does it, though, and he's used to it. Ellis, on the other hand, it's like if someone is sleeping, like if I'm sleeping with him, then he always has to be like, Mom, I, I, Mama, Mama, hi, Mama. Oh. And so he can't sleep. Yeah. He's just so excited that I'm there. Well, you're back home. Back home. He has he's his, in his own crib. bedroom. We're all crib. set. We're good. We're happy. Yes. Welcome back. Yay. And now I'm super excited to talk about nutrition because obviously that's my whole whole thing. Yes. Okay. We have some questions rolling in and we will answer those. I would like to start with um, what, like, say I know nothing about nutrition, like the basic American understanding of nutrition. Where, where do I even start? So... There's a ton of stuff out there, obviously, with nutrition where it's like some people are saying do this and some people say do that. And it's always about either carbs, fat, protein or like vitamins, minerals. And so I think where you should start to be able to understand why people are always talking about this is like what these are and why we even talk about them and where they serve a purpose in our life. So carbs, fat, proteins are something called macronutrients And that's the only group that gives you calories. So these are what people talk about um, for the percentage of like how many calories you're eating. This is what the breakdown is. And this is where a lot of like controversy comes through for what percentage each food group should be getting. But the nitty gritty is that there should just be present presence of like each one or not the nitty gritty. The overall should be like there should be a presence of each thing in In your meal and in your diet. Um, And there should be a variety. And so then the vitamins and minerals are micronutrients, and those serve no, like, caloric benefit. It's all just for your body to use um, and function properly. And so it's finding out, like, what those do are kind of where you should start. And so whenever you have a basic understanding of micronutrients and macronutrients, then I think you can kind of venture into what people talk about for like keto diet or Atkins Atkins or whatever else is out there at the moment you know like five small meals a day three meals two snacks like what do why do why do those things exist and it's all about the balance of your macronutrients and your micronutrients and how we go about doing those okay does that make sense yeah totally um and right now the general I think I mentioned this in a previous podcasts where like the USDA, FDA, we're not FDA, USDA recommendation is that 50 to 60% of your calories come from carbohydrates, 25 to 35% come from fat, and then 10 to 15% come from protein. Okay. So if you're eating 1500 calories, it's a percentage of that total. And what, do you agree with that? I lean a little bit more towards the 35% fat uh-huh. and then closer to like the 50 to 45% for carbohydrates and then like 20% for protein, Okay, depending on like how it all breaks down. But um, I think that, well, obviously all my research was in fat and so I love fat, but I, I do don't too. agree with the 70% of your diet being fat. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like that's the keto per like... Whatever. It's just all about fat. Yeah. Which I love. I love me some good grass-fed butter. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love fats, too. I cooked uh, Ellis's eggs with coconut oil this morning. It's delightful. Um, but I definitely don't think you need 70%. I think right. it could go up a little bit higher. But I like the 35% just because I want most of them coming from my, like, still majority coming from carbohydrates. Right. From my fruits and vegetables and grains. So let's, I mean... Unless you want to go a different direction, I feel like we should talk a little bit about the SAD diet. Because that is what we've talked about and hit on a couple episodes. Yes. Where the SAD diet, which Amanda has taught us, is the standard American diet. Yes. Is actually very sad. It is very sad. And why is it sad? It's sad because it is the two thirds of our population is overweight and a third is obese. And so technically, like, obviously the way America is going 
with our standard American diet, which is processed foods, um, a ton of saturated trans fats, um, limited fruits and vegetables. Um, If they are eating grains, it's a white grain versus a whole grain. Um, And so or and also just over consuming calories Mm -hmm. versus and exercising. So um, the standard American diet is mainly that where it's just refined sugar, highly processed foods. Um, And I mean, my sister and I talk about this a lot that we, Jonna and I live in a city that has a lot of like opportunity to eat well. Yeah. You know, in smaller towns or places, whatever, it's harder to do that. And so obviously a lot of the things that we're talking about, we understand that we live in Los Angeles. Everything is at our like exposure. And so the standard American diet sometimes is all a person in a small town has been exposed to who also doesn't have a grocery store in their town. And mm-hmm. so all they have is like a dollar general and they only have certain things, mm-hmm. you know. And so nothing to say that like obviously we want to be able to provide fruits and vegetables to everybody. But right. we can't do that. We can't make no. that policy change. <laughs> we do not have fruit we and vegetables. Not, we're not the fairies. We're not the fairies. I would love <laughs> for that to happen. And so I don't want anyone to think that even though we're talking about this, if you do live in a town that doesn't have the opportunity, like there is still ways to be healthy and it's okay if you are eating some of these things. But right. the standard American diet in general has led us to being overweight and like obese in the ma- majority of Americans. Yeah. So. And like you're not getting a good diet from no. like a fast food place, like where you're no. going and getting like a meal from no. fast food. It's highly processed, which again, so this is another thing. So just thinking. You don't know anything about nutrition. If I were to say a highly processed food or a processed food, what does that even mean? Yeah. And so that means it's basically taking something from its natural state and manipulating it into something else. And so anytime like a hamburger bun, that's a processed food because it's taking the flour and the grain, manipulating it into this. And it's also taking all the nutrients out if it's a white bun or white mm-hmm. bread, why we don't want Which you to eat white. Which is what it is. Yeah. So the bleaching, what that means, like white bleached flour, it means that it's taking all of the nutrients out. Nutrients like the fiber, um, vitamins, that's what makes it colorful. And so it makes it brown. And so whenever you bleach it to make it white, it removes all of the fiber. So you're basically just eating starch. Starch. Yeah. Which is not good if you're trying to watch your weight. Or if you have diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah anything really it's just bad for you exactly and starch is like people have probably heard that term and if you're like what is that it's basically the easiest digestible form of carbohydrates and so whenever you eat something like white bread or if you're eating something that is high in sugar so processed again like candy or like crackers Mm -hmm. those don't seem like something that would be bad but anything that's on the like the aisles of a grocery store think those have been processed if it's in a package or a box something has happened to it to be processed so there's healthier options of those right everything is bad in those aisles but there's always going to be processed food in right like we need to change our filter that like this is not just a healthy box of crackers this is processed exactly there's like really bad and then there's this which is still not ideal but i mean like have 80-20. Like, 80-20. eat the crackers. Eat the crackers. Every once in a while. Yes. Just not all the time. No, not and every choose meal. ones that are going to have fiber in it versus these. Because if you eat the crackers that are just white crackers, there's no fiber in it. It's, again, just easily absorbed and then easily digested to glucose. And so if you aren't able to utilize that glucose, it gets stored as fat mm-hmm. in your stomach. It gets stored fat in your liver. It gets stored as fat wherever it wants yeah. to and be stored. And this is not the fat that we love. No, this is not the good <laughs> fat. We want to be eating good fat. We don't want to store fat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Our bodies are really good at storing fat. Mm-hmm. And so if you provide it, it's going to just keep it. Yeah. Once it doesn't need it anymore, it's like, hey, I'll hold on to this for later. Yeah. Thanks. For the winter. For it's the winter. Coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> I get the reference, but I've never seen I've Game never of Thrones. Either. <laughs> I just didn't know the meme. <laughs> I'm scared to watch it. It seems too much for me. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Uh, no, I've never even watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. Nope. I'm like, I get it. We both know it. At least we're like enough in culture that we can make references that make us seem cool enough to exactly. be part of this stuff. We're really cool. We need... We know Game of Thrones. Totally. Huh. I know that couple got married, so. I didn't even know that. Entertainment tonight. Oh, hey. I would have been like, I know the couple from Unreal got married. <laughs> they did? Yeah. What? Okay. Other topic. Yes. <laughs> Rabbit um, Yeah. And so, basically, you want to be choosing stuff that's going to have higher fiber in it. And so, if you look at your nutrition facts panel, which... If you're going to be getting something that is in those aisles, it's going to have that. Mm-hmm. You're going to be looking for dietary fiber and you want it to have five grams or more. And and again, why do we want the fiber in it? We want the fiber in it because it slows down the digestion. And so it's in a form that's not as easily absorbed from our body. So there's soluble, which means it's completely absorbed. It's Sometimes in. it's like broken in, insoluble mm-hmm. and soluble fiber in that on that panel, which means soluble. Our body can break it down. It's great. It will get taken in, be used for glucose, whatever. Mm -hmm. Insoluble means our body can't break it down. So it's kind of like what we were talking about with the resistant starches. Yeah. So it's a form that we can't use. And so why people for the standard American, we want that fiber is because it helps, number one, keep you regular. Mm -hmm. Number two, if you do have high cholesterol, it will grab onto like cholesterol in your food or in the bloodstream or in your GI tract because it doesn't enter your bloodstream in the GI tract and it will remove it. So yeah. instead of it being absorbed, your body will be forced to make more. And so it will help kind of keep your blood cholesterol levels good. Um, and then also it helps your GI tract stay healthy. When so we're fiber. looking for the insoluble fiber insoluble on fiber. those nutrition. Yeah, panels. And if it just says dietary fiber, make sure it's five grams or more. Right. And again, we're talking about like you're in the grocery store, yes. you're in the aisle, there's a billion options yes. for like a cracker. And yeah. in, in specific, we were talking about the standard American diet, how we have a ton of the like white bleached flour that's yeah. super processed that we're all intaking. And we use the example of a cracker. So if you're looking at crackers, be looking at something Amanda said, five grams or more yes. of insoluble fiber, right? Yeah. yeah. And that way, it's actually not like soaking into our bodies, yes. all of this bad stuff. And it's actually grabbing. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm repeating this yes. back for my own knowledge. No, totally. Because I'm yes. learning alongside <laughs> with all of you, actually. <laughs> it's grabbing on yeah. to the stuff we don't want, actually, and yeah. flushing it out. Yeah. And so that's what, like, in... Sorry, this is going to get, like... TMI. Not TMI, but it's just very, like, whatever. It adds the bulk to your poop. So that's what <laughs> makes it, like where it's like removing stuff and so it, uh, it bulks up the poop perfect <laughs> yeah bulk it up Title. <laughs> perfect so yeah so look for that fiber look for that fiber and then just on the um topic of grocery stores whenever you go into a grocery store the easiest way to try to eat unprocessed and whole food is stick to the perimeter of the store okay so once you enter the aisles, that's whenever it can get dicey and where you have to read labels or you have to kind of like understand what a processed food is, what mm-hmm. are the better options. But if you try to stick to majority, like 75% of your grocery list coming from the perimeter mm-hmm. and 25 coming from the aisles, then I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, that should keep really close to the 80-20, yeah. even in the grocery store. Oh, so for sure. like, when you're shopping, we're shopping with the 80-20 mentality. Yes. Which is yeah. hard to do, especially if you're sometimes. hungry shopping. Oh my gosh, never go to the grocery store hungry. That's because the you're worst buying thing the you processed stuff because it's the fastest fix. And you're going to like overbuy all the foods and you're going to definitely impulse buy where you're like, oh, these chocolate covered pretzels look delightful. I've done it. <laughs> That's why I use that example. You're just walking, shoving the chocolate covered pretzels, <laughs> which are made with the white processed yes. flour <laughs> into your mouth. Perfect. Exactly. And then sugar. It's fine. It's great. Perfect. Yeah. Definitely not what we're talking about here. That's something we want to try to steer clear of. <laughs> yes. And have them occasionally. Yes. I keep it to my rosebud nights. Exactly. Which is Monday nights. Yes. Uh, yeah. So perimeter shopping. Perfect. It's the best way to just kind of keep yourself in check of being like, okay, I, I'm getting majority whole foods and you're maintaining a balance of understanding that you can't live perfectly. You're not going to live eating whole foods. Right. And... Because, number one, it's economically not viable. Yeah. And so you have to 
enter those aisles sometimes. And let's say someone is like standard American diet. What is some of like the first small things that they can change? Like one small thing that you can just remove from your diet or change to something else. Do you have any ideas? Yeah. For that? So if someone is like in the example of my sister living in a town that doesn't have a grocery store, um, one thing to change if there's frozen fruits and vegetables available to you versus um, fresh. It's like fresh is not an option. Fresh mm-hmm. is gone. You can, It's not there for you every day. Yeah. Um, then if you're usually buying canned, choose frozen. Those are way more healthy than a yeah. canned option. Um, there's going to be less sodium, the nutrients. So what matters is that those cans are sitting in liquid. And most of the time, whenever you reheat them, you're not going to be eating the liquid. And all those micronutrients that we talked about, vitamins and minerals, they seep into the water. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you're eating like a canned green bean, you're actually not getting as many of the nutrients that you could have gotten from like a frozen or a fresh green bean because it's all sitting in that water. Okay. Um, just from the cooking, it leaches out. Yeah. Into and the water also because they're water soluble. So they're like, hey, <laughs> little hippie plug. Avoiding cans in general is good yes. because the bad stuff in the cans is actually also seeping in. Yeah. So the good stuff is seeping into the water. The bad stuff from the can is seeping in. Yeah. So frozen. Frozen. Frozen is a great option. And then also switching from like a white rice to a brown rice. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be a brown rice option. If there isn't, that's okay. Just like pair the white rice with a vegetable. So buy frozen broccoli, frozen mm-hmm. cauliflower, like something that is that cruciferous vegetable that has that insoluble fiber in it mm-hmm. to help balance the white rice being absorbed super fast awesome yeah good hot tip hot tip and then also obviously having protein but yeah those are the two easiest things is like changing the white to brown and then going to a frozen versus a canned um yeah and whenever fresh isn't available frozen i mean correct me if i'm wrong but from everything i've read frozen is actually like nutritionally the same because Mm -hmm. it just like locks it yeah it's a flash cook and then it stops the cooking and so it seals in all of those sorry I just clapped really loud Woo. um seals <laughs> seals in the like vitamins minerals into the vegetable yeah so you might think like oh this isn't as healthy as a fresh but really, really i actually is. buy most of my vegetables frozen because we eat them a lot but yeah. also they go bad so fast yes. when they're fresh so yes. i would say like 80 percent of the vegetables that we eat are from frozen and fruits too. Mm-hmm. so like i'll buy at Trader Joe's, but they have it at any grocery store, like frozen organic spinach. Yeah. And then I just throw that in when I'm making like a rice or a quinoa. I throw it into it. So it's like. Yes. And then all of instead of like boiling it where the water kind of like leaches, leaches out, out. Mm-hmm. it's actually all locking in. Or with versus the grain, sauteing right? it where you're going to be like most of the time you're sauteing it in mm-hmm. butter or whatever. Right. And it's just delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> but. Um, I think that that's a great option. And so frozen is us too. That's the majority of the fruits and vegetables I buy. Unless yeah. it's in season whenever it's cheap. <laughs> then I'm yeah. like, yes. <laughs> and then you can like make it right then and there and it's delicious. Yes, exactly. Um, should we answer a question? Yeah. So um, the first question was from my brother. Aww. And he's sitting with his girlfriend. And they said, what's the best meal replacement shake for women? And I am so excited to hear what Amanda <laughs> says about this. So I personally don't like drinking my calories. I mm-hmm. drink a smoothie sometimes, but the mentality of like a meal replacement shake is not one of my favorite things just right. because I feel like you're not teaching yourself how to be eating. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just trying to either lose weight or whatever. Not saying that that's their goal, but the majority right. of people who are do, doing meal replacement shakes or a program or something like that is to lose is weight. To lose usually. weight. Um, and so one of the things for women, if you are making a smoothie or you are wanting to do a real mm-hmm. meal replacement shake, it's focusing on what kind of protein you're using Yeah, because majority of people are using the wrong kind of protein powder. Mm-hmm. And for women, especially, um, who are just trying to maintain their weight or lose weight, if you're using whey or casein, you're kind of going against what your body needs in those moments. Okay. Um, whey and casein protein is basically to help you gain muscle mass. It's an amino acid that's a precursor to help you actually build. So it's going to be causing you to kind of be in an anabolic state. And anabolic means build and grow. Okay. 
And so, and you're not if for women, you're not wanting to no, build. No, you're grow not wanting to build usually, unless you're like a bodybuilder. Exactly, which they do. Ex- they they exist, and exactly. they do want to build <laughs> exactly. and grow. So, if you were a bodybuilder woman, you would want Way and Casey right. in post workout in right. your smoothie, but or your shake. But for every woman in America who's not a bodybuilder, you don't I, want you don't Way like or that. Casey. No, I would choose a hemp protein or a pea protein, a vegetable based protein is going to be much right. better or egg white. There's the egg white mm-hmm. powders or the collagen that we love. That's a great alternative. Um, they're obviously not a complete protein because it's mm-hmm. not from an animal source. But whenever you pair it with the nut butter or something like that in your smoothie or your meal replacement, it will make it a complete protein. So for meal replacements, I think majority of people make the mistake with protein powder, yeah. which one they're using, um, and then also putting in too much fruit. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's like a sugar bomb. Yes. And not enough vegetables. So with the protein powder, it's the same thing as we always talk about how your plate should be majority vegetables. It goes the same with like a meal replacement shake or a smoothie. Um, so the base and the majority should be greens. So doing whatever kind of greens you like, like at Trader Joe's, there's um, a juicing like mix or yeah. whatever that you can do. Um, or there's kale, spinach, arugula, whatever is your fancy. And then keeping the fruit to like half of a cup max mm-hmm. versus majority. Yeah. And um, something I feel like this is good to hit on because like these shake diets are really, really, really popular right now. And yes, my brother's saying, like, didn't uh. you know Marissa is like the queen <laughs> of being swole? Which is Marissa as far as I know is <laughs> not aiming for that. Um but these shake diets are super popular, super popular. and the for, you can correct me if I'm wrong because yeah. I am clearly not the professional here with all this stuff. But when we're drinking our calories, mm-hmm. there's actually something that happens in your brain when you chew mm-hmm. to tell your body you're full. So you actually don't have that happening that our bodies were created to do to tell us like, oh, you've had a meal now. When we're drinking them. Yeah. So there's a lot of different parts that tell your brain that you're full. And so like the mastication or the chewing part like releases mastication. mastication. (laughs) Gianna likes all the words that always have a double meaning. So you're like, (laughs) "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's like the first part to tell your brain that like you're working. And then it also helps you to feel full because it's like it's a satisfaction of chewing Uh and then like having the crunch and having like different textures. Because if you are eating a meal and the same thing goes with like a smoothie sometimes Mm -hmm. is that if it's all one texture, you don't feel satisfied or satiated because you're not getting all those like textures in your mouth. And then whenever it goes to your stomach, the fullness of your stomach sends that feeling that you're like, you don't need anymore. And then there's hormones that are being released starting in your mouth, going into your stomach and into your small intestine, sending your brain that you're full. Um, And so a lot of the times, because a meal should take you 20 minutes, you're not allowing your body to have that time for all those, for all those things to happen. happen. Yeah. Um, I do love smoothies in the morning though. And especially if you make sure that there's fiber, protein, fat, Mm -hmm. and then greens in it, it helps you stay full. But I would not recommend doing it for like lunch or dinner. And like there are some things. So like I will put in seeds um, Mm -hmm. or like hemp hearts, just like different things that and sometimes I'll do it after I blend so that there's like another texture texture that Mm -hmm. you're chewing or like chia seeds. Like I'll make a chia pudding. Yeah. Flax seeds, that kind of stuff where you're getting that extra texture. So if you do want to do a meal replacement, maybe don't depend on these ones that are pre-made or pre-packaged. No. What you want to be doing is adding in your fresh ingredients yeah. to it yourself and yeah. building it yourself. So, And then you're in also in control of what's That's exactly in it. it. And you're in control of all of it. And also like one of my biggest issues, I think why, like whenever I hear meal replacement shake or any of these companies is that. Uh, frustrates me beyond anything I can express. Yeah. Um, that they're not teaching you how to take care of yourself. They're making you become dependent upon a product mm-hmm. and you have to keep buying this product in order for you to be maintaining a weight or maintaining your blood glucose, maintaining your cholesterol, whatever it is that it's like marketing to you. And it's not teaching you, which is mm-hmm. why as a dietitian, whenever I meet with my clients, my end goal is that like, 
I don't need to see you. Right. Because I'm educating you enough that you feel confident to go. And if you need me, I'm always here that we check back in. We meet. We talk. I'm always here to help you. But the end goal is that you're being educated so Mm -hmm. that you can do this. Like you don't have to feel like you're dependent upon something. And so I just get so angry at all (laughs) of these like companies that are out there because because people live in cities that don't have fresh fruits and vegetables available to them. They are eating the standard American diet. The results are always going to end in being overweight or obese. And at that point, you get so desperate Mm -hmm. that you'll do these things and it's not teaching you. Right. And it's expensive. It's super expensive. And it's like use that money to go to actual food at the grocery store and like learning how to utilize your store for your best health, you right? Know? Which can be super overwhelming. So that's why like Amanda, if you guys, I mean, she also has Purely Perrin. Yeah. So she does like Skype consultations. And I think if you're like <laughs> at the point where you're like, I literally don't even know where to start. Like, I think this is a good start. And yeah. please be asking us your questions as we're going right now. But I think like, if you're at the point where you're like feeling like you're dependent or mm-hmm. hopeless, uh, utilizing Amanda, she can <laughs> Skype you from anywhere in the country. Yeah. Um, would be an awesome place to start where you're just starting like in past epi- almost every episode. We talk about taking control mm-hmm. of your health, which is kind of even like in titty talk. We yeah. talked about like self check Saturdays, like all these things that are so important for us as women or humans um, to be taking control of because we're letting other people dictate Mm -hmm. our health basically totally because we're all we are all dependent on all these things so right now this is like just like a little step in us Mm -hmm. just being more educated thanks to amanda um yeah just to yes I'm making this motion for all of you just listening and not watching the live stream. The cheerleading. The yeah. cheerleading. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a fun little rant. Yeah. And so it's just, it's frustrating to me. Yeah, it is. So thanks for that question. That was a great question. Um, and yeah, like we said, smoothies yeah. are not bad. Smoothies we love are not them. bad. We love them. Sometimes we're drinking Creation Cafe and yeah. I love it. But yeah. also a, t- a lot of those have like chunks in mm-hmm. them. So I'm getting like almond chunks and like different stuff like that it's just helping with that chewing Mm -hmm. which is triggering all that good stuff all those textures and helping you say be satiated okay this one's interesting if you can start over again what would you do different do you mean with like diet hello okay i don't know what that means exactly but it could be diet which would be I could start over what would I do differently um if we're thinking diet wise oh um, entrepreneurship whoa full different direction <laughs> uh i'm like i don't know if we're there yet i don't know no. if we're there for like a do different i think we're i think we're feeling pretty good about where we're at with this maybe start earlier yes start earlier start for doing sure. this sooner <laughs> yes but thanks for the question yeah um well, I, I kind of want to hear now, like if you could start over diet wise, say like at at 18, fresh out. Uh, so someone just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. They're listening to this podcast right now. What would be your biggest advice? My biggest advice would be to just be able to understand that you don't have to go along with like all the trends. Yeah. Like that would be the first thing Yeah, where it's just kind of like live your best life for me at that point I was going through a lot and you're going through a lot of changes right and being able to like have a solid foundation of understanding like how to eat especially if you're 18 and you're going to college not everyone does but if you do go to college and you have dorm life and dorm Mm -hmm. food available to you like understanding your own hunger cues is the most important thing where it's like hey know when you're hungry like eat when you're hungry don't just go down to the market whenever it's two in the morning with your meal card. with your meal card and like buy a fruity pebble rice crispy treat <laughs> which sounds delicious <laughs> it was i ate them all the time um and just be able to like also not be pressured to be a certain weight or be a certain look yeah. it's just all about health and being mindful and being present right. versus being allowing the outside world to tell you what you're supposed to be or look mm-hmm. like what was the trend when you 
were like 18 to 20 in diet. Do you remember? There was a lot of, I mean, it was a lot of pills and it was a lot of meal replacement stuff. So like I've done, like I remember whenever I was 19 before I switched to nutrition, I was still pre-med yeah. or 18. Um, I did one of those like meal replacement things and you had to eat these tablets and you could only have bread and cottage cheese like at some point and like it didn't teach me anything yeah it hurt me more than helped me um because it fed into my misunderstanding of why you eat right and with someone who obviously had an eating disorder it Mm -hmm. fed into my control issues of feeling like I could do all of this on my own and I can do this and it'll be great and if I just follow what this person told me to what do, this tells me to do, then I'll. Yeah. And I think that's the scariest part. Like most people, why they do these things and like why I did that or why clients want me to make a meal plan for them is because the fear of you being in control of like fi- figuring it out is scary. Yeah. Versus someone else just being like, hey, this is what you need to eat. This is what you should do. This is the plan you right. should do. And there you go. It's great. It's something you don't have to think about. And I think a lot of people also don't find joy in food because there's something underlying and i would hope that people would be able to like yeah find that you're eating to make you healthy you're not eating for other stuff and definitely at 18 i wish i knew that and finding a good source so like going to a dietitian (laughs) is a lot different than going to pinterest yes and like for me i was thinking um what was popular at that age for me was like the thigh gap it was like, really? everybody's going for that thigh gap. Oh, I just remembered. So, sorry. Yeah. We, we at home, we were looking at, like, pictures. Yeah. And I found this, like, bucket of pictures that we hadn't seen before. And it was, I wasn't 18, but I was 15. Uh-huh. And what I got for Christmas that year was an ab roller. And so it was what? all about, like, that. That is so crazy. Right? Like, that's what I wanted for Christmas was an ab roller. No. 15. So stupid. But, okay, so thigh gap. Yeah, but just like stuff like that yeah. where it's like actually that's an anatomical thing. Like I am like I have a booty and yeah. hips and I have a thigh gap. But the reason for it is not because I haven't done anything diet-wise. Yeah. It's cuz my bone structure turns out to make it be there. Yeah. So like stuff like that where people are like trying to attain this like weird morph of their body that's not even how they were created to exactly. be. Exactly. And then you're trying to use meal replacements or diets to control that yeah where where it's not going to give you those results and then you're going to end up throwing in the towel and majority of the time whenever you do stop one of these programs you're going to gain the weight back plus some Mm -hmm. and studies have shown that that plus some you never lose that's what kind of like starts the like overweight obese thing which we think we've talked about where it's basically like you never lose that weight and so it's just it's you're carrying and then you're every year i have to lose this weight now so i'm gonna go back on a different diet Mm -hmm. and then you go on that diet and then you gain some back and then some versus like a full lifestyle change of starting to understand food and nutrition yes and especially for women which we already have so many misconceptions like starting that early Mm -hmm. and getting to that point is the healthiest thing you can do for yourself Yes. So if you have a daughter. Yes. If you have a sister. Yeah. If you have a friend. (laughs) If you have a cousin. If you have a niece. A a cousin. (laughs) Well, it doesn't even have to be just girls. Anybody. Yeah. Like that's a a good thing that you could be teaching, passing on. I do think that that is another misconception that it's always just women. I always know that I'm the one that said it, that like, especially for girls, but boys also have a ton of like eating misconceptions and a ton of eating stuff too i think they just don't have as big of a presence right but that is there and so you do need to set these like instill this stuff early boy girl yeah and we talk about girls a lot like up front just because that's what we are and because we've struggled in different areas and i don't want anyone to have to go through what i did to Mm. attain something that's unattainable right you know but look at you now look at me now (laughs) eating the rainbow every day Every day. <laughs> Last night at the airport, I got a salad and I was like, good job, Amanda. Because at home, I was definitely eating that 20%. <laughs> That's what I was also wanting to ask you about. So, like, I think a lot of people that I come across will be like, oh, I'm on a diet. So I just go to a fast food places and order salads mm-hmm. or restaurants and order salads. Why would that 
probably not be doing as much good as you think. So I think that my favorite thing that I figured out, I think in high school or college, I can't remember. I used to always go to Chili's and I would order the quesadilla explosion salad. (laughs) And it came with like wedges of a quesadilla. And then the salad was like a ton of like good stuff. Yeah. And then the dressing, whatever. It was like 1500 calories. That is crazy. That's the whole day yeah. for me. Like, so that's where the issue is. Like, just because it's a green and just because it's lettuce, it does not mean that it's going to be a healthy thing. You have to look at what's being put into the salad, what kind of dressing you're having on the salad, and then how it's all coming together. And then also, like, especially the greens part, if you're getting an iceberg salad, you're not getting any of those micronutrients. That you it's could just be basically getting. Just it's just water. basically water. Yeah. It tastes great. The crunch is great, but you're not getting any like bang for your buck whenever you think about things like that. It is definitely not a bang for your buck. Like you want something that's colorful. So if you start thinking about how we talked about the white versus brown, mm-hmm. white, there's nothing there. Iceberg lettuce is essentially clear and yeah. white. There's not a ton of vitamins and minerals. Oh dear. There's not a ton of <laughs> vitamins and minerals. Um, <laughs> you just got so nervous. <laughs> We're watching this live stream on Amanda's phone, and we just got a selfie from Kyle, who's not watching. Clearly, he's, not watching. he's in the ocean. What a worst I know, husband! But we got a selfie, and I was like, "No, what is this <laughs> selfie going to be? Long distance selfies are the scariest." It's <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> Kyle totally distracted iceberg me. Lettuce oh, yeah, is iceberg essentially lettuce is essentially white. And so you want to choose a lettuce that's going to be very colorful. So you want dark greens. You have like purple chard. You have like all those like beautiful colors of lettuce or there's mm-hmm. like the red ribbed, you know, like you want things like that because then that means that you're getting the most nutrients and then thinking about the add-ins. You don't want a ton, but you also want to make sure that you have fiber. So either from nuts or from a sweet potato or chickpea? chickpeas. Uh, chickpeas have a little bit of fiber, yeah. I just then, made that up. I have no beans, idea. I'm just throwing stuff do. out yeah. there. Um, and then protein and then fat. So you could have some avocado, whatever. And then the dressing, you want to choose one that's not a cream-based dressing. So like an olive oil, like I've I've changed now to like using olive oil and like balsamic. Perfect. Yeah. Just vinegar. Yeah. And then just mixing it because olive oil not heated is actually a great fat for you. It's a wonderful fat. It's good for your heart. Um, it's good for your skin. It's good for lots of things. Yeah. It's not one that will keep you full as long, but it's definitely a great fat to add in there. Yep. Over ranch dressing. Over ranch dressing for sure. Which ranch dressing can be in your 20 because we all love a good ranch. (laughs) I hate ranch dressing with a passion. Yes. With like a spicy hot wing. Uh, Oh my gosh. So good. I've been a vegetarian for so long. Um, but no, I just remember I had to, so like my minor is RIM, which mm-hmm. is Restaurant Hotel Institutional Management. Mm-hmm. And at Texas Tech, you have to work at this restaurant that the like school owns. And that's what like they have their dinner series, whatever. I had to work in the kitchen to prepare lunch for so everyone. You're slopping ladles of I, ranch. No, I had to make the ranch dressing. Mm. And so it was disgusting. And I pretty much was like, I'm done now. What was in it? It was buttermilk. And I think, was there mayonnaise? Yeah, probably. Mayonnaise egg. and then egg. No? I can't remember. I know that there was so like it wasn't buttermilk a powder. In. No. It was like you were actually making it. Yeah. Oh, that sounds delicious. I got disgusted. Well, my friend Bri, who I've talked about a few times yes. on the podcast, who was on here a little bit. I think she may have abandoned ship now. <sighs> She's out of town. Uh-huh. Um, so sad. She ditched us in our 4th of July festivities for Colorado. Boo. Well, uh, I just left there. It's great. Yeah, you were just there. I was just there. Um but she uh, came over and made us like buffalo cauliflower. Oh, buffalo cauliflower. I it get that so at Mohawk Bend all the time. Good. It was so, so good. good. So it was like the same thing as having hot wings, but mm-hmm. it was cauliflower instead. And I think that would still be delicious dipped in ranch. We actually didn't dip it in ranch, but it was good. I don't like blue cheese at all, but the blue cheese dressing with that buffalo cauliflower is delightful. Yum. It's great. Okay. Side tangent. That's Side tangent. Delightful. That is good. And that's a good option for you today for 4th of July. Yeah. Buffalo cauliflower. Yeah, you can make it in the oven. Yeah. And Trader Joe's actually, I don't know how many of you guys are all uh, have a Trader yeah. Joe's around you, but they have this awesome frozen organic 
rainbow cauliflower bags mm-hmm. now. I so get it could, all the time for yeah, Ellis. It's so beautiful. And it's lots yeah. of different things in it because of the different colors. Yep. So they all have different macro. Micro. Micronutrients. And phytochemicals. And phytochemicals. Yes. <laughs> I'll just keep copying <laughs> you and sound better. The phytochemicals are what help make it, give it the color. Perfect. Yeah. And then just slather on some delicious. She had, I should post a picture of it. She brought over, it's like really great ingredients in this hot mm. sauce that is probably a ridiculous LA price, but delicious. Probably, but it was delightful. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else that you would want to say? For nutrition, just like just the basics episode. Just the basics. Um, one other thing, if you are looking at a facts panel, because mm-hmm. those things can be very confusing um, so that whenever you are in the aisles and if you do look at the facts panel, the things you just need to be looking at is making sure that you see like the serving size for how much you're supposed to have just like for the calories wise, not that you're counting calories. I don't think that you should be, but just so you kind of have an awareness of like how much is in it. And then the ingredient list is one of the most important parts Mm -hmm. is that it's listed by weight. So if the first ingredient is sugar, that means that by weight, it is the highest ingredient. Even if it says it's a cracker, whole grain, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If the first ingredient is sugar or water. Even the third ingredient The is third sugar. ingredient is sugar. It means it's very high. And if it's like, so a lot of the times you see this where it's labeled as like flaxseed, um, rosemary, whatever. Yeah. And then you look at the ingredients and the rosemary and flaxseeds are almost at like the very bottom yeah. of the ingredient list or whatever it. Or it's not in it at all. <laughs> it's just most like of the time flavor. it'll be in there, but it's a flavor. <laughs> so whenever you are looking at stuff, just make sure you read the ingredient list. That's kind of the most important part. We've talked about it a lot. Just keep the ingredient list short. You want the least amount of ingredients in there because then that shows you that it's been less processed. Right. If it has a very long ingredient list, more that means it's been processed more. Okay. Um, and you want to keep it pretty simple. Yeah. I think there is like a push right now. Um, for like five ingredients or yeah. less is like what you're looking for, for which sure. is impossible. It's very hard because you have to think a company is trying to keep it shelf stable and mm-hmm. keep it as long as possible. And so you have to be putting preservatives into it or something in it to mm-hmm. keep it shelf stable. Um, especially companies or like grocery stores, they don't want to buy something that's going to be expiring before someone buys it. Right. And so that's something that you have to like look at. Right. And then... Something that I felt like would be good for people to add in, which I've been telling like a couple people that are listening to the podcast, like you should do this, is adding more like the prebiotic foods into their diet and then more um, like probiotic foods as well so that you're just getting like better bacteria because the sad diet strips away most of it. Right. And it causes way more damage to your GI tract than anything else could i mean not anything else there's lots of other stuff but the sad diet contributes to it heroin probably will hurt your gi tract yes but also the sad diet (laughs) the sad diet is just like heroin it will hurt your tummy too yes um (laughs) same level same level no difference at all well they are really bad for you they are both very bad for you that was very intense of me to say but still seriously (laughs) we're killing ourselves the sad diet is not good it's not. I do think that um, we have to remember that where it's like if you are in a place where you are typically just getting the standard American diet, being on a probiotic would probably be really helpful. Yeah. Just because you are like all the processed food and sugar is just causing more damage or getting those prebiotic foods. Yeah. yeah. So like some of those things Amanda's mentioned before, she mentioned resistant starches mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago and that like blew my mind and has changed how I've been eating for the past couple weeks. That's amazing. Yeah. But do you want to explain that one more time in this episode? What's like a resistant starch and how are ways that we can incorporate that? So resistant starches are basically kind of a prebiotic where it takes it from. So if you cook something that has a starch in it, it's easily absorbed Mm -hmm. like potatoes. So white potatoes, sweet potatoes. Um, Whenever you cook it, it's able to be absorbed as glucose. So that starch is in a form that's very easily digested. But Mm -hmm. whenever it cools down. It actually changes from a form that's absorbable to a form that you can't absorb. So whenever you eat cold potatoes, you're actually creating those insoluble fibers. And so you can't absorb them. And so it becomes food for your 
probiotic or the good bacteria mm-hmm. in your GI tract because it's just sitting there and it can't be absorbed. And does that, and that did work if you heat it, cool it, heat it again, and you cool it again. It creates even more. Yeah. And can you eat it warmed up again? Will it still be that, or does it have to? Be Every cold? time you warm it up, it takes it back to, to the regular the state. Regular state. So you want mm-hmm. to be eating those be things cold. cold. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah, there was actually another podcast that I listened to that Aaron actually sent me that was talking about resistant starches a lot. And there was a study done that looked at um, how people were just eating a potato diet, which I don't recommend. Oh, my gosh. This sounds like something Aaron would be into. Yes, he was very into it. Um, But it was basically talking about how um, the resistant starches, how it like works in your body they were able to lose weight and maintain it but obviously they're going to lose weight if they're just eating potatoes but <laughs> um it helped their bacteria and they helped their gi track a lot so that's interesting like yeah. maybe for like a like little fasty type thing mm-hmm. I, I mean that he also was like kind of talking about that in conjunction with the keto like going into ketosis and stuff so i think that is probably similar to that to things situation. like that yeah but resistant starches are awesome so basically or um like green bananas also have resistant starches so oh, you can't break and it down. i did attempt i was like i'm just gonna try to eat a green banana it's, and i was gagging I so feel like hard. you would have to put it into like yeah, a it smoothie has to go or something. in a smoothie don't even try it don't waste yeah. that green banana that <laughs> delicious or green, if it's like just maybe a little bit green banana. yeah there's rough. a little bit more but i wouldn't really be able to eat rough. it it's so like hard yeah oh yeah but that's why you can't, your body can't break it down because it's disgusting. Yeah, so if you think about it, like where it's in that hard state and then as it softens, it's like into the... Soluble. Yeah. I was, I'm like trying to give some hot tips for like easy things to grab. Yeah. So Costco right now has a giant organic sauerkraut oh, in yeah. their um, fridge section. Fermented that's an, food. Yeah, that's an awesome probiotic option. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we shout them out all the time, but our friends at Hyperbiotics. Oh, yes, they're amazing. Have a great probiotic that I've been taking. The Me Pro too. 15. Yeah. That I'm loving. Um, and they also, which I haven't tried, but we do have one of our listeners is trying it right now. The prebiotic yeah powder. i've actually been wanting to try that one yeah mm-hmm. so those are also other options for like say you're like a little overwhelmed by food i think yes still i want you all to be starting this with like foods yeah but for that extra support or like that first little step those are some great options some really great options yeah. and i mean it'll especially if you're already in like a super far state it's a great way to like transition and bring yeah. yourself in um but all the hyperbiotic stuff is great. So I can't imagine the prebiotics being not great. <laughs> no. And like that's something you could throw in that smoothie that oh, you're yeah. making in the morning. Get that good bacteria going. Uh, Allison wants to know um, what you think of the keto diet. Because I think we referenced it a little bit, but we didn't. Nah. We just made faces. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm not a huge fan of the keto diet. Um I think that it's if it plays a sets a purpose and like some people who've done it, they feel very good, like whenever they've entered into ketosis. Yeah. But um, what basically is supposed to be that keto diets are your body using fat Mm -hmm. to break down into these um, smaller parts that are able to be used by your brain because your brain usually uses glucose. And so the whole preface is that your body is able to break down fat it then is being able to be taken to your brain, be utilized, and you have clarity, you have whatever. And some people, I think, have done it, but the, and have had success. The issue is that it's not sustainable um, on anything that's incredibly restrictive, and I don't think it's smart to be in the state of ketosis for a very long time. And why is that not smart to be in the state of ketosis for (laughs) a really long time? Um, Because there's something called diabetic ketoacidosis, um, which uh, diabetics obviously are a little bit more of a sensitive case, but ketoacidosis, that if your body's in a state of ketosis for too long, you could go into a coma because your brain doesn't actually want to be using those ketones. They want to be using glucose and functioning correctly. And so if you are a person that enjoys being in ketosis or doing a keto diet, I say do it for a short period of time Uh sporadically is like kind of more like the fasting mentality versus being in the like, uh, this is my lifestyle. Right. You know, 
Um, Which is like a gigantic trend right now. It's just like keto. Yes. And I don't agree with it. Just because it's not sustainable. Right. You don't want to be in a state of ketosis for an extended period of time. And you also need carbohydrates. Um, It's all about educating yourself where you're getting carbohydrates and how you want to be getting them versus like, hey, I'm just going to eat 70 percent fat. Is it? It's that's the big fat one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then it's basically like you're eliminating the glucose mm-hmm. from carbohydrates, and it's just that, right. Which this is like one of those things, like it's the body hack diet, right? Where yeah. you're like, I'm losing it, lots of weight within a very short period of time. Yeah, is what like the internet is saying. Yeah, which I think that if you do it, it's kind of like set yourself up beforehand. Yeah, like start introducing all of the fruits and vegetables 80 20 and then if you want to try a keto diet try it for a short period of time but have that base to come back to instead of it being something that you're jump starting straight into because if you can't have something to fall back on that is a healthy lifestyle then what's the point because that's just going to create the yo-yo gain exactly back and then some exactly and so it's it's just more have the base yeah. Give this a try. Same as like intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. See how your body reacts to it and then go back right. and only let it be for a short period of time. And I also think just just saying that in general, I was thinking like we need to just retrain our brains to not even be thinking of food like how can I lose weight? No, not at all. It's not for a number right. or whatever. Like it's and I think that's one of the things that I talk about with clients a lot where it's like remember why you eat. It's not because you're trying to reach a number. You're not trying to attain something and you're not like foods aren't good or bad. Like the fact that we label foods good or bad is not healthy for our brains to be able to process it. So it's basically like eat for your body to function well. So how is your body going to function its best? And that's how you should be looking at food where it's Mm -hmm. like I'm eating this like potato because my body's going to use it this way or I'm providing my body resistant starches so it's going to be really like helping my right. GI tract you and know like that's another thing that you've talked about like food is medicine yeah and using it that way and thinking about it that yes. way and enjoying it that way enjoying it that way <laughs> so for sure constantly thinking like oh I really want this carb but I'm on the keto diet so I can't have this exactly carb. give yourself the freaking carb right and if have it and if you're living um with like this new mindset, yeah, you will lose weight. You will if you're, for sure. If your body has been on the standard American diet and you change these things, you will see results in so many areas. Yes. Just like medically all over all, across the board, you're going to be seeing big changes yes. in life. Our friend who we did a little elimination diet and then um, she lost weight during that and then she maintained it. And it was before she got like her hormones all set Mm -hmm. but before that she was still losing weight based on like her learning how her body actually needed to like eat and she wasn't exercising she wasn't anything she was still losing weight and then she was maintaining it whenever she wasn't like eating perfect quote unquote whenever she would go have fried chicken she was like oh i didn't gain weight today i was like because you're you gave yourself time that's your 80 20 that's your 20 exactly you're giving yourself that grace yep by taking care of yourself so And I love food. Me too. That's why I don't like drinking it. I want to eat it. I want to chew it. And I want to enjoy it. I I want that hot wing with that ranch on it. See? You should. I want the buffalo cauliflower now that you said it. Maybe we should make that for tonight. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then last thing that I would like to hear about. And um, again, if any of you have any last questions about nutrition, um, send them in. um, Is what's your take on like the whole 30? Whole 30. Um, so my neighbor actually like sent me a message uh, the other day. He was like, hey, what do you think about Whole 30? Perfect. So you're prepped. So I'm prepped because <laughs> I had to answer this. So um, I think Whole 30 is great whenever you think about it in the perspective of it's teaching you how to eat new things mm-hmm. um, and it's teaching you how to cook in a different way. If you're looking at it as a lifestyle or a diet it is incredibly restrictive and it is not sustainable. No one can continue to do Whole30 past Forever. the 30 days. Yeah. Um, and so I think it fits into the whole world of fad diets 
where it's just the up and downs Mm -hmm. um, whenever you're thinking about it in that sense. But the tools that it does allow you to like learn, it's like, hey, using coconut oil Mm -hmm. instead of this or replacing rice with this or replace, you know, like figuring out and trying new things. I think the Whole30 like recipes or books Mm -hmm. are awesome to have because they provide a lot of new recipes that you may have not tried or whatever but whenever you're thinking about it as a lifestyle change it is not sustainable because it is so restrictive so like start small and then using that as um start small yeah and then use that as um like a supplemental like the keto like what you were talking about yeah awesome exactly and so it's basically just allowing your body to learn these things but not being so restrictive so that you can actually continue on after Mm -hmm. the whole 30 right and then and i have one more diet that i want to know about and then we can be done and go celebrate celebrate. um paleo paleo it fits into the same kind of as keto and whole 30 for me um it's more annoying to me <laughs> than anything else. Well, it's a lot more animal protein than what you are used yes. to. So I am like anytime people bring up like paleo or they bring up um, Atkins or things like that, especially yeah. Atkins, like Atkins, if you look at whenever it was popular during my like high school yeah. time, it is much different than the Atkins that exists now with its like stages of reintroducing foods. Right. Um, Atkins then was just basically like have butter, eggs, and bacon, and that's it. That's like my diet. That is your diet. <laughs> that's what I want to be on. And but pre that, I feel like you had a base of being healthy, right? And majority of the people don't, mm-hmm. and so I feel like they are setting themselves up for just increasing their risk of heart like issues or yeah. whatever or like um, your fault you're eating this way and then also then your fallback is bad exactly and then you're gaining it back yeah and, and i think i always enjoyed talking about because i hated atkins too that would be like um atkins died of a heart attack so dun, he dun, obviously dun. didn't have it together guys <laughs> um i think that it's still just like going back to less of me talking about like how much i hate paleo or atkins Going back to like those that original thing that we talked about with like the macronutrients and mm-hmm. the percentages, it's all about finding your balance for the percentages mm-hmm. versus if, like going where it's like 70% or 60% fat, whatever, or right. however much. Pro- like actually paleo and Atkins is more about the protein. So it's having protein being like 40%. Which is a lot. Which is so much. Yeah. Um, because most of the time it is associated with a saturated fat because not as many people are choosing fish yeah, or a lean cut of meat, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so then if you're predisposed already to like heart issues, yeah. you're just setting yourself up. I just remembered last night, Jess and I were eating baked brie and crackers. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> and I was like, this is our 20%. Like, and then we were talking about how it's more like like our 80% is cheese and crackers yes. and our 20% is fruits and vegetables. <laughs> She's like, I mean, sometimes I'll have an apple with it. We were laughing really hard. Oh, oh that's amazing. I always do try like our spreads for rosebuds used to be way more healthy. For sure. But like you used I to always, make those balls. Oh, I need to make those again. I need to have them for Ellis. Those would be perfect for Ellis. I know. I actually have all the ingredients. I meant to do it before I left, but I'll make them today. Perfect. Um. But yeah, and I used to always try to make sure there was vegetables yep. and color. Like we used to like get cucumber and cut it up so that the goat cheese would go on the cucumber with smoked salmon mm-hmm. instead of a cracker. I've been failing lately. No, we <laughs> had a child. To, we need to go back to our roots. I know we need to go back to our roots. We just have to reset. Yes. Um, the last thing I want to talk about before we peace out is just real quick. Smoothies I like. Mm-hmm juices i kind of like i want to do a whole episode on juices okay which we can get into yeah. about that just know choose a smoothie that's all i'll say for right now and then and you have to listen into the juice episode i back that up i can yes choose a smoothie choose the smoothie <laughs> like well even at like so creation cafe yeah. which i talk about all the time i love it and sometimes i will get a juice yeah, there because sometimes it's great right sometimes yeah. or depending on what's in it but yeah um they also have like smoothies. So what I'm talking about, like when I, it's got like the nuts and the yes. flax and 
coconut milk, like that kind of stuff where it's like, I'll usually do it for like the fatty yes. smoothie there is what I'm getting. Yeah. All right. That's it. I want to, we'll do a juice episode where we really dig in because that is a gigantic fad right now. Oh my gosh. And I've even like, even friends that are studying nutrition, like I've gotten into heated debates with them about juice and my opinions on juice. Not to mention that it just tastes like drinking wet, soggy salary. Yes. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I like to eat my food. I'd rather eat a crunchy Piece of, piece of celery versus drinking the liquid that came yeah. out of it. Dunked in ranch and hot wing <laughs> sauce. Okay. All right. Well, with that, there's so much more we could talk about. Yeah. And seriously, DM us with your questions. Please. And Amanda is, you can find her on Instagram at Purely Perrin for her um, dietitian stuff or even in our Yep, I Did. Yeah. Yep, I Did that drop down menu on Instagram. Her website's listed in there. If you're feeling just like completely overwhelmed by this and want help, book a consultation with her because she can kind of sit with you and personalize your um, your story and just like yeah. help help support you in that if you feel like that. And then again, yeah, start with like a little supplement. If, if that's helpful, like mm-hmm. start with a probiotic and a prebiotic and we love hyperbiotics, but they're, wow. I mean go to Whole Foods and grab one out of the refrigerated section if you can't if you can't order it right mm-hmm. now. So get healthy. Yeah, get be healthy, healthy be and healthy. enjoy that 20% this afternoon. Except, especially this afternoon. Yeah. Don't let the like feelings of whatever not allow you to enjoy the day. Exactly. Have some vegetables. Remember, feed yourself some veggies. Have yeah. a cookie. Have a Eat drink. Eat freely. People Eat fought freely. for you to have that freedom. <gasps> oh my dun, goodness. Dun, that dun, is dun, the perfect dun, circle. <laughs> Okay, well, happy 4th of July, everyone. And we will be talking to you again next week with a special guest. Yes, so excited about her. All right, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Bye. Bye. Bye.